Hello, everybody. Jim Malone coming to live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, <laughs> it's Friday, finally. Tough week this week. Wow, we just a tough week uh, all the way around. Um, the market uh, fell a little bit today, uh, but um, we have some good uh, news for you. We have a nice uh, bear trade on Moderna, and it looks like it's going to make some money. So I'm going to be showing that in just a second. Um, but uh, if you aren't already a member of the free Dallas Trading Floor um, uh, Action Trade Alert, super easy to do. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor.com and uh, just need the first and last name and an email address, and we'll get you right on that. Uh, I'm probably going to be trying to come out with a uh, ready list. Hopefully, uh, I'll have that ready this weekend. But you got to be on the list uh, in order to get it. So, um, by the way, if you're watching on TikTok, it's also easy to get that list. Not a problem. All you do is you just go to my profile, click on the link, first and last name, and there you go. It uh, it works. So, um, for everybody watching on TikTok, we're going to be um, showing all of these um, slides and everything. Unfortunately, I can't run them on the TikTok screen, but I do have them available on YouTube at uh, www.dallastradingfloor, or you can go to youtube.com slash dallastradingfloor. So let's get into it right now. This is a, this is uh, basically the market is falling. <laughs> Help, I'm falling and I can't get up. I don't know if you remember that uh, commercial. I do. It's from a long time ago, but uh, it's definitely a classic. You got to check it out. Um, here's my current holdings. Uh it looks like we're up on Berkshire Hathaway, down a little bit on, on Callum Petroleum, down on Enterprise Product Partners. Uh, we're down on gold, too. But we're up on Zim. Zim is just is powering along very, very nicely. And PWR, that is Quanta, Reese, Quanta Services, and that has been doing very, very well. Um, just wanted to show you some of the option trades that I've been making. Uh, now, these are all bear trades, and uh, we kind of have five trades currently. Uh, and the one we just put on today is the Moderna bear put spread. Let me uh, show you a little video on that. Uh, has been pulling back as of late, and I want to show you a great bear put spread that I have on this trade. Now, we opened this trade on the 11th, but it is doing quite well. And basically, the way this works, very simple. Uh, to a uh, very simple way this works is we bought the 14th April 140 put and then we simultaneously sold the 135 put. And the way this works is as the stock goes down in value, then this trade will appreciate. Currently, uh, this morning, it is at 141, but it actually has dropped below that. So we should be seeing the value of this trade go into the green. Basically, the way this works is um, uh, this is uh, takes $460, and we expect a return of $540 by April 14th. This is a great trade and uh, an easy one to do. Um, here is the chart. As you can see, we have this downward trend on the chart, and that is what's making this all work. Uh, we'll be talking about this on the show today, and also you can have uh, you can get a copy of this trade uh, by just going to the address www.dallastradingfloor. So, anyways, I wanted to show you that trade. Um, actually, uh, looks like Moderna has fallen even further 
it's up about eight uh, dollars uh, so far uh, on this trade. So, but let's let's just take a look at some of the other trades uh, that we that we have going on here. The first one is a bear put spread on Lululemon. This uh, basically this trade is uh, was about uh, 458 dollars out of our pocket, um, and currently it has appreciated quite a bit. Uh, 280, 278 is the fair price for this trade. Now, what do I mean by the fair price? That, that as the the price of Lululemon falls, the value of this trade goes goes up. So, if we were to close this now, we would have a, expecting a profit of about uh, 278 on this one. Uh, so, as uh, as the price of Lululemon falls. The value of this trade uh, goes up in value. Now, obviously, what we want to do is we want to hold this trade until uh, and, and until um, uh, until the fourteenth of April. That's when it expires. So, if we held it all that time and it stays under, uh, it it basically it basically stays under three hundred and twenty dollars a share. It's currently below that right now. Then we will we will uh, basically get a return on this one about four about 542 so this is a nice return uh basically in about a little over 30 days we're looking at potentially about 118 percent return on the risk that's if everything goes right obviously uh want to show you another uh bear trade this is a bear call spread and this one is on tesla tesla unfortunately today fell some more fell $42.95. But fortunately, because we have this bear trade, the value actually go for, for us goes up. So with this trade, we're currently at about uh, a value of about $300 on this one. We started out our risk on this one uh, when we started about $560. This is the maximum that we can get on this trade because this is a credit spread. So what happens is when we sell this, when we put this credit spread on, we get a credit of $560, and the, 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 the thing here is to have it to expire where it expires worthless, and we keep this amount. So if Tesla falls and, and, and basically, uh, uh, basically at, uh, if as long as uh, Tesla uh, on March 18th is below uh, is below $849, then we will keep the entire $560. And that's looking like what's going to possibly happen. We've got a few more days left on this trade, but uh, Tesla has fallen to $795.35. So uh, right now we're in, we're, we're looking with the value of this trade. If we were close to today would be about $300. So this is a very nice trade too. Again, this is a bear trade. And in this market with a falling market, like we're having, this is a way that you could make money safely uh, by doing these spread trades. Now, you do need a level three account, a level three options account in order to do this. But these trades can be very good because instead of just buying puts and hoping, this gives you a way to manage your risk. The maximum risk on this particular trade is $440, but the maximum return, five. 60 and we're looking like we're doing pretty well on this one as well right now also wanted to show you one that we did we put on on square square closed at 101.93 today and as you can see initially when we came out on this one 
we were a little bit in the red, but it does look like now because Square has fallen as well, this one is looking good too. We're only up about $61 on this one, but remember, we've only been in this trade basically for two days, so not a lot amount of time. Now, this one is, uh, this is a debit spread, so for this one, we could potentially get a re maximum return of about $510 uh, for the 490 that would be risk. So we could get a return uh, basically on this. Um, now remember, of course, uh, this would be $510 profit. Our risk though is only 490 on this one. Uh, if this does uh, do the same thing, if this um, uh, basically is below $100 uh, on the 14th of April, uh, we are at close there. We are looking at a potential profit on this one of $510. So this is looking good as well. Uh, let me show you another. I think this is the last one that we have. This is the one we just put on today. This is the Moderna trade. And with this one, uh, this one is a debit spread. So this one, we do have to put out money uh, up front. Uh, we, on, on this one, we put out $460. That was our risk amount. For two contracts of the April 14th, uh, April uh, 14th, 140 put, and then simultaneously selling the 135. So there's only a spread of five here, but we have two contracts. So uh, the potential return on this one, if this remains below 135, 135 or below, we will gain $540 profit on this one uh, if that indeed happens. Uh, but the maximum risk, of course, is the what we put up, the debit amount. $460. So these are a great way to play. Uh, th th these are a great way to play in a declining market, which is definitely what we've got right now. Uh, oh, one last one I want to show you. This is Twilio. This is a bear put spread on Twilio. And this one, uh, Twilio has fallen as well in price. And we're looking at about uh, 184 return on this one currently, if we were to close it today. This is also a debit spread. So we did risk uh, $398 for this one by purchasing a uh, April 14th, 145 put and simultaneously selling the 135 put. That was basically an expense of $395 out of our pocket. But we have a potential of making a little bit more on this one, $602. And it's looking pretty good right now. Our profit on this one is 184. These spread trades, base bear trades, can be very, very good when you're in a situation where we're like now, where we really don't have as much things to look at for the, um, you know, we don't have as m many things long. We don't, we don't have as many things that we can use um, long. So what do I mean by that? Well, you know, normally in the market, you know, you're thinking, well, uh, you know, if we have, if we have a uh, you know, we buy a stock and then hopefully it goes up and then we sell it at a profit. Well, the beauty deal with these bear spreads is that if the stock goes down, we can make money and we can make money just by running out the clock. Uh, again, uh, just wanted to show you the recap on this. Currently, um, Lululemon, the bear put spread on that one, we're up about $248. The potential on this one, $542. On the Tesla bear spread paid, we're up about 300 on this one. The potential there is 560. On the SQ, um, this is of course a uh, block, uh, bear put spread. We're only up, we just started this one, $61. Potential on this one, 510 if we run out the clock on this one. 
on the Moderna trade. This is the bear put spread. We just opened that today. Uh, we just put that out there last night and opened it today. We're only up about $8 on that, have a potential of $540 on that one. On the Twilio trade, and we've been on this one for a while, again, this one expires on the 14th of April. Uh, currently, we're up 184 and the potential on this one is 602 So this can be a very good way to potentially, uh, you know, do, do, do well in, uh, you know, to, to deal well in a declining market. Now, I did want to show you my small portfolio, and this is the portfolio that we keep for, um, you know, this is, this is basically a small portfolio that we, the stocks that we, that we go along with. Now, we did sell our, our position in Nutrien, NTR. They, we did have about a 15% profit on that one if you were watching the other day. Right now, our, our star is Zim. We've only held that for three days. We're up about 3.79%. The stocks in the shipping area tend to be doing quite well. The only two other stocks that we have in there are Berkshire Hathaway. We're down a little bit up, about 0.5% in nine days on that one. Not doing quite as well as we're doing, obviously, on Zim. Uh, Enterprise Product Partners, EPD, this is a pipeline company. We're down a little bit, about 1.67%. Uh, we've held this one for four days, as you can see. So we are up overall, but we are mostly in cash right now. This is just the nature of the market. It's a falling market, so it's much more difficult to find things that we can go along with. Uh, that So what we're doing is we're only doing shorting in some of the other accounts. That's how we're making the income here with the spreads, with the bear spreads. And that's what we went over uh, just, just now. Most everything else is in cash in the small portfolio. You know, over uh, half of it is in cash. About 62% currently is in cash. In some of my other accounts, I'm as high as 80% cash right now because this market is difficult to trade. So we're going short and we're permanently much going to the areas that are working. Right now, the areas that are working are primarily are primarily in the oil and gas area, shipping, and then some of the defense stocks are working. But that's just about it. So we have to be very careful. Many of the things that we, we had before, many of the uh, stocks that we had before aren't doing as well. Now, there are some exceptions. Of course, uh, Amazon announced a 20-for-1 split, which was tremendous. And that has done that has done very, very well. Um, and also, Google announced a 20-for-1 split. So let's look at Amazon just really quickly uh, here uh, to see sort of kind of where they're at uh, in terms of the in terms of the situation here. Oh, I, that's the volatility. Excuse me. Let's go over to the Amazon chart, uh, and that should be right there. So basically, with Amazon, uh, we are down today. This is almost always happens. It's up after hours, but you know, and on the announcement, we had this really nice strong movement, and then we're down. So. Right now, and this is part of the reason I was not a buyer yesterday when we had the 20 for one split, uh, is because, you know, unfortunately in this market, it's a downward trend, even on a stock like Amazon. It's just amazing. Uh, I want to show you also, there's the death cross on Amazon. Now, I wouldn't short this one because it's such a strong shock, but the trend on this, the, remember, the trend is your friend, and right now, the trend is down. So we want to be bearish overall. And uh, right now, uh, even on a great stock like Amazon, and Amazon is a great stock, it's pulled back. And as you can see, I want to kind of go to the technicals on Amazon. And we probably were not going to be a buyer right now, just because of the situation in the market. We're 12.74% 
below that 200-day line, and that could be very deadly if we're not careful. So, uh, but I just wanted to show you that on Amazon, another great stock, but not a great time to buy it. That's the thing you're going to find in this market. We're going to have a lot of great stocks, but not a lot of great places to buy the stocks. So, just a it's a difficult market to trade. I'll be honest with you. It it it's just a difficult market to trade. If you're interested in the the bear put spread that we have on uh, block or symbol SQ, of course, this was uh, uh, one of Jack Dorsey's companies. Uh, this is easy to get now. If you're if you're watching online, if you're watching on TikTok, you ought to be able to get on this chart. If you go to the profile, click on the link, and you'll be able to see this. It'll say bear put spread on on, on a block B L O C K S square. If you're looking on uh, if you if you're looking on uh, YouTube here, this is the address https colon slash slash sendfox all one word dot com sendfox.com slash lp slash the the number one lowercase j lowercase z eight lowercase z six. So uh, and if you have to run this back, uh, there will be a recording of this so you can you can you can uh, do a screen grab on this to see. What this is, but this is a good little trade. Uh, this is the bear put spread on uh, on um, square. We did initiate this trade, and we are definitely positive on this one so far. Also, in a time like this, we always want to be looking to find the best deals in terms of um, you know our, our ready list, our watch list. And I do have a deal for you. Boy, do I have a deal for you! This is our free exclusive access to the March 2, 2022 ready list. And that could be, got, uh, you can you can get that very easily. Just go by to https colon slash slash bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash DTF. That's Dallas Trading Floor 0096. So that might be a good option as well. All right. Thank you very much for holding on. And let's get to some of the questions, uh, everybody. Uh, and uh, basically, this is from Samuel. Uh, Tesla dropped below 800 today. Um, will it go? Uh, will it go lower next week? Well, yes, I do believe it will. That's the part of the reason we have this bear trade on. I want to show you. This is one of the reasons why uh, we did uh, this. This is this is one. This is one of the reasons why we did the the bear the bear spread on Tesla. Let me pull that. Maybe pull that slide back up here uh, in, in just a second. Here we go. I think that's the right one. Is that, is that right? Let's see if it, that's it. Yeah, this is the Tesla bear strength. This is the reason we were doing this is because of uh, the Tesla chart. So let's go to the live chart for Tesla. And I'm going to pull that up and show you that and show you why this trade probably was going to work. Uh, so let's go here to the Tesla chart. This is the uh, this this is the chart for Tesla, and it basically, as you can see, even though we had it, you know, it it went it, you know, it basically closed at seven ninety five. It's down to seven ninety five and thirteen cents, so it's even going lower. Do I think it's going to go lower? I think it's going to adjust up tomorrow, but I think the trend, basically, and this is what we're looking for here, the trend is downward. So in order to take advantage of that trend, and by the way, this is very critical. We are below that that 200 day line and that's that's right here so we're below that 200 day line and we've got to be we got to be concerned about that because once it falls below the 200 day line 
it could move lower quicker. Um, with the uh, bear put spread, with the, with the bear call spread on this one, as you can see, as the stock moves downwards, that's where this is going to pick up in terms of its uh, it, its value. So I'm going to be putting out a lot of these great these great shorting trades uh, is, uh, out there today. So, but I do expect it to go lower. And right now, uh, you know, you know, right now that's kind of that's kind of where we're at in terms of it uh, the it moving it moving lower. So I do expect. And I'm going to go over here to the weekly chart. I'm also going to take off. Some of my notations. You can see I have a lot of notations on this one. Uh, this was, you know, uh, two years ago. This was my very, very best trade. This is so. I do have a lot of notations on this one. But let's go to the monthly chart and let's kind of look at the the history of Tesla. As you can see, Tesla moved up a lot, and then basically this year, where the COVID, the, when the COVID happened in 2020, pulled back, and then it had this tremendous run, and now it's going to be. Uh, probably right sizing a little bit. I do expect to see some some support for Tesla a little bit below the eight the 600 level. I think we could go as low as 550 before we see some real support. Unfortunately, for Tesla, so Tesla looks kind of like it's going to be it's going to get some support, but the support probably is going to be in about 550. So if you are in a situation, and I hope that this is not the case. Uh, but, you know, and, I, and again, it's the old saw. And I mean, you know, I bring it out all the time, but it really has saved my bacon. And I'm just trying to, you know, to to relate it to everybody. But if you're more than, if you're down more than seven uh, percent on a stock, you really, really want to consider, um, you know, you want to you want to consider selling it and then preserving your capital, because that's the thing. Remember, when, if a stock is to, if stock goes down uh, more than um if 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 a stock if a stock goes down more than um, uh, more, more more than fifty percent, it takes a hundred percent for it to get back to uh, to where it was. So it's really critical uh, never to, not to let this get ahead of you. So if you're down more than seven percent on Tesla, I would really consider possibly selling it from here, just because uh, you know it may come back, but we want to wait for it to bottom. I think the bottom is going to be basically a lot lower than this i think the bottom is going to be like around um it, the bottom is going to, the, the bottom is going to be like around um 550 that's where i think we're going to see some uh support for tesla but until we get there i think it's going to be difficult all right uh, next question uh is on zim now i do have this in the smart portfolio uh, and we're doing quite well on it uh and this one we did we did buy this basically at the beginning of the week. Uh, we start we we moved into Zim, uh, at, you know, if on the small portfolio. Uh, why is this doing so well? Well, the shippers in general are doing well. This is one of the better areas in the market. The transportation shipping area right now in the market is eighteen out of one ninety seven. So this is one of the best areas in the market, and Zim is probably the best in the group. So can we buy Zim at this level? Well, I did buy Zim. I bought a full position basically on the 9th, uh, you know, today's 11th. So that's basically three days ago I bought a position. Why did I buy it? Well, I bought it because it was moving above this higher high, the 75.20. This is resistance. It pushed beyond resistance, and that's why I bought there. Uh, so we will see. I'm going to be pushing my stop losses up on this one. 
hopefully we're going to see it go, you know, maybe another five or 10%. If I'm up 10% on this one, I can guarantee you that I'll probably be taking profits. So let's look, it did come through earnings. Now, interesting thing about Zim was we did have, uh, you know, we did have those earnings. The next earnings, by the way, are on the 19th of May. Um, we did, we did go through earnings and, and it was pretty powerful. Uh, the sales were up 155% and the profits, and that's the key, 386% for the quarter. So that's incredible. Uh, take a look at this one. It has a PE of two. How is that even possible? That means that this gives as much dividends as it basically gives a $35 dividend. Can you believe that? The, the, the PTE ratio on this is two. Just incredible when you think about it. Now, can you buy this stock? Yes, you can. It's a little bit extended. I would probably see if it would if it pulls back. I'm trying to look to double my position in this. Currently, I only have one full position. I'd like two uh, full positions. But it uh, does look like it is even after hours, it's moving up as well. So this one may be more difficult to get in. But right now, uh, I think that you probably... You know, it's, it's a little bit risky to buy here, but let's take a look and see how far above that 10-day line it is. Well, it's 8% above the 10-day line. You really want to buy within 5%, but, you know, I'm, I'm splitting hairs here. Uh, if you did buy it here, you've got to be careful because it's extended and when it, it can pull back on you. But uh, looking very, very good. Let's look at the checklist on Zim just to see. I believe it's 100%. Yes, it is. It's 100% checklist on Zim. So, uh, if you are, if you've already in the position, obviously you can add here. If you're starting a new position with Zim, I'd be very careful uh, with a smaller position. I wouldn't go with a full position uh, with Zim just because it's so extended, but it is doing quite well. And it's one of the few areas that's doing really, really, really well. Hey, Jim, can you, can, can you check PFE? This is Pfizer. Uh, let's check a look at PFE. Um I did do a short on Moderna, and I do think that uh, Pfizer is likely, now it did pull up today, but I do think that the trend, it, it may be reversing, but I think that uh, we still are not out of the woods with Pfizer yet. Uh, so I, I'm not as bullish as a lot of other people are. Uh, it moved up today about 2.17%, but then after hours, it's starting to see a little bit of weakness. Now, it could, I do believe that it did reverse this being the low, 45, uh, 45.40. I believe it did come down to the 200-day line and then reverse up. Now, one of the things that is good is that this is the reversal line that I put in there. It's above that. So you could probably start sizing a position here. But really, I want to see it come up with some more strength. I really want to see uh, Pfizer cl close above about 52. Why? Because this is the buy point here. This is about the 51 buy point. So I do think, let's see if it can come up to that. Uh, let's see if it can come up to the 40-day line. If it comes up to the 40-day line, it can hold it. That's probably where you want to buy it if you're not already in it. So currently, the I'm sorry, the 50-day line is at 51.86. It's currently price is 50.21. Uh, so this is if you if if it can move above about 51, 50, 52 on Pfizer, that's where I think you could probably get into it. But you want to make sure that it, it confirms uh, at that level. The reason I'm being so uh, so cautious here is because we are in a downward trending market. And in a downward trending market, uh, it's at least if you're playing to the upside, you just have to have a better, you just have to have a better overall picture. So 
right now, um, that's what I would say. If you're looking to go into Pfizer, uh, it would be at about 52. Uh, but yeah, I would be very, very careful because it could pull back. It, it, until, it move, until it could close above that 40, that 50-day line, I think you've got to be super careful on it. Jay basically says, our market our market's waiting for the Fed meeting next week, potential green. Well, I don't know. I think they're going to raise rates. Um I think we're I think we're in for a little bit much. Uh, I think we're in for more down markets, unfortunately. At least for a while. I don't. I don't. You know, wishing. I'm not wishing that. Of course, I want. I want bull markets all the time. But right now, I'm starting to move my position to more of a short. Uh, I'm trying to go. I'm trying to go short on most things right now, and that's really why I'm concentrating on those bear spread. Those bear spreads, because of that. So I want to be short typically in this market as it's just showing it's just showing a lot of weakness and i do think that if the fed does raise the interest rates and that's very likely um you know i uh, you know I, I think that's very likely to see that uh, i think we just have to be super careful right now it's just it's just a tough market to trade all the way around all right um uh, let's look at the sqqq and of course this is a leveraged ETF that goes against the Q. So this, you're definitely in the right thing if you're in this. You know, you can see it's starting to make its move up, which is a good thing. It's it's above that. It's above the 200-day um, moving average. So the SQQQ, this might not be a bad place to play right now. It's up about uh, four cents after hours. This can snap back on you, but you know, right now this is probably if you have, especially if you have an IRA. And you're playing in an iron that doesn't allow you to short. This is a way you can do it with this ETF, and uh, this allows you to do it. Now, would I be in this? Well, um, yeah, I'm considering it because you see, it came down since basically, uh, you know, since basically uh, the end of January. This has been starting to move upward, and why? Because of course the Qs moved down. As the Qs move down, the QQQ, this one runs counter to that, and it starts moving up. So. Uh, this is potentially a potentially a trade. Let's let's uh, let's take a look at the Qs, and this should be essentially not quite exactly the inverse of the QQQ. And of course, the QQQ is the ETF that covers the Nasdaq 100 stocks. The 100 largest stocks in the Nasdaq are in the what make up the QQQ. This is the Invesco QQQ Trust, and as you'll notice, the QQQ has been moving down and is below that very critical 200-day moving average. So the, the trend on the QQQ has been down. The inverse of that, which is the SQQQ, is the opposite way. And, the, and if we can see it, let's go to the daily chart. Yeah, you can see how now it's starting to trend upwards. It had been coming down, 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 down until, you know, about, you know, the second or third week in January. Then it started moving up. And that kind of corresponds with what's happening with the queue. So as the queues go down, the SQQQ goes up. So not a bad, not a bad place to, not a bad thing to go. Um, Jim, do you know any agricultural stock related to wheat? Good question. Yes, I, as a matter of fact, I do. Uh, it's called ADM, Arthur Daniels Midland. And this stock is one of the, the and next with, uh, there is another company called Cargill, which is the largest grain company in the world. That's a private company, so you can't buy that. But the but our ADM Arthur Daniels Midland is sort of in the same area, 
of in, it's sort of in in the same area of the market. And ADM has been doing well, as you can see. The last buy point on this was at sixty six ninety eight, and it's way past. That's way extended above that. It's got a ninety six relative strength. That means this stock ADM is in the top four percent of all stocks currently. Let's take a look at the checklist. Uh, to see if this is even viable. Well, it definitely is. Look at that. Five. Um, it's got a 100% checklist, so that's looking very good. And let's look at the technicals on this one. This is my only concern right now is that it's 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 pretty far above the pivot point, but it's it's essentially 2% above the 10-day the line. So this is a potential place that you could possibly look to size a position in Arthur Daniels Winning. I don't think this is going to go up as steeply as it's been going up. I think it's going to level off a little bit, but this is a very, very good company. And it's in a good area. It's in the grains and related area for the foods, uh, which is number 32 out of 197 in terms of the uh, area of the market. So if you're looking for a stock that is related to agricultural and, and wheat, I think that ADM is one of your best bets. It's a 100% checklist. It's not in the ideal place to buy it, but it's relatively close to the 10-day line. So I think you could start sizing a position here uh, with ADM. So uh, not, a bad, not a bad way to go in the market. And the next question is a great question. Thank you so much, Mara. We so appreciate it. What are the top 10 areas in the market? Thank you for asking that question. That is that is a very, very important question. Here's how I find out where the here's how I find out where things are moving in the market. Uh, the market is divided up, at least in, in the wine way of thinking, into 197 different areas. And what I'm looking for, of course, is the rank of the area of the market that it's in. So let's look at the top 10 areas in the market and, and uh, to, to find things. The number one area in the market currently is oil and gas international explorers. Now, there is a, a, a great stock in here called HES, H-E-S, that's in there. Uh, and we'll look at that in just a second. The second place finisher in terms of the strength of the market is, surprise, surprise, Oil and gas Canadian explorers. Now, the thing about the oil and gas Canadian explorers, there's only about six or seven uh, firms in here. They're all pretty darn good, but it's a smaller amount, obviously, because Canada doesn't have quite as many as the U.S. does. The third best area in the market, and this is shocking when you think about it, it's coal. <laughs> and actually, there's a, only a few companies in there. Peabody, which is a symbol BTU, that one is pretty good. Also, there is the uh, the oil and gas drilling area. Now, I just bought a stock in this area. That was Quanta Services. PWR is the symbol on that one. That one is the number four area in terms of the market. Number five is agricultural chemicals. And I did just sell a stock that I had in that area, Nutrien, NTR, but this is also a great place to look for stocks. And uh, to round, kind of to round it out, we've got the U.S. E&P companies. I have several in there. I have Callum Petroleum in there that's quite good. Uh, oil, uh, field services, oil and gas field services, oil and gas integrated. And then basically number 10 is mining ores, metal ores. So 
where are we where should we be looking in the market well this is telling us in no uncertain terms that agricultural chemicals oil and gas and mining are the place to be so if we're looking in those areas we are looking for essentially what they call low pe stocks stocks that have a low price to earnings that's what we're looking for that's what the market is demanding right now so let's take a look in the number one area this is the international ENP area and i want to show you a stock which i do think is doing quite well and that is hess and i'm going to go over here and show you the stocks that are in this number one area and they are basically uh you know valco energy santos uh OVV, Occidental. So there's many really good companies in here. Also, Murphy Oil is in here that's very, very good. Uh, and there is uh, um, Cosmos Energy. This, by the way, I interestingly enough, I worked for a time for Sunoco, so I'd have a little bit of experience. And these people were right across the parking lot from where we were, so very interesting. Uh, so let's take a look at Oxy to see if that one is a potential buy. Uh, no, unfortunately, it is extended, so we can't really do that one. Let's take a look at Hess to see if Hess, H-E-S, is looking good. Well, okay, Hess is in a buy zone right now. This is what I thought. Yeah, this is the reason I, I like this one in particular is because it's in this buy zone. The buy point on Hess, 92.79, symbol on Hess, H-E-S. Let's look at the checklist to see if we could buy this one. And I'm pulling it up here. It's not quite as good a checklist uh, as, um, as, as, as some of the other ones that we showed you, but it's an 89 checklist. So that's eight out of nine criteria. That's very strong. And uh, I do think that it is definitely viable. We are basically within 5% of the 10-day line, so that's looking good. We're a little bit below that. So this might be a good potential buy if you're looking at it. Remember, most of the top 10 areas are in oil and gas. The other areas, of course, are metal and mining and agricultural chemicals. Not very exciting, but but definitely where you want to be in the market right now. Let's look at the uh, fundamentals on on Hess. This one has come up on my, on my list numerous times. This one is uh, a little bit high on the P.E. 45. That's a little bit concerning on the P.E. ratio, but their numbers have been very, very good, and they did just come through earnings. Uh, sales up 59%, and then their profits up in the quarter 247%. So this area is doing extremely well. This is one you might want to consider as well. By the way, if you want to get uh, onto, I think I have the uh, oil and gas um I think I have the oil and gas list still up on the, the on the website if you want to get access to this. So this is one I'm probably going to, this is a specialty list that I'm going to probably be putting out this weekend because there's so much demand for it. And this would be free. So, hey, you can't beat free, uh, at least for at least for right now. Uh, the way you would get access to this, of course, is you'd just go to www.dallastradingfloor and sign up for the oil and gas list. Uh, the, of the list of the highly rated oil and gas stocks, because that's really where you've got to look right now in this market. You really have to be in those areas because that is what the market is telling us. It's telling us that, you know, tech is not as good as it was and that right now, at least for now, 
it's the uh, oil and gas and the and the agricultural chemicals area that that's what those are the best areas in the market. So I really appreciate that's a great question. So appreciate that question. It's kind of been long winded. All right, UNH uh, might be better uh, than PFE. I think so, Samuel. And part of the reason is, is that I think you're going to see some very negative press come out on mRNA and Pfizer. That's why I have a bear spread on Moderna. I do think there's going to be some issues here. So uh, definitely good good call there. Uh, if you want to be in the healthcare area, that's also a very kind of a safety area. Uh, UNH is probably the best out of the bunch. Let's take a look at the uh, at UNH uh, 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 chart here. I just want to look at it. I have not looked at it. Yeah, it's a good chart, but it's. I think you're better off in oil and gas, to be honest with you. I think you're going to get better bang for your buck there. But uh, yeah, it did have a blue dot, so it's it you know it's looking pretty decent. Um, but again, I'm not particularly a fan of this one. It's right below the pivot, so that's good on the double bottom. So this is not bad. It's an expensive stock, four hundred and eighty-two dollars. So it's kind of expensive, but uh, not a bad stock. Uh, again, though, uh, let's just, I want to check out the price to earnings ratio on this one, because right now in the market, that's kind of what they're emphasizing. It's a 25. So it's quite a good, it's a quite a good price to earnings ratio. The average, I believe price to earnings ratio is like 30. So I think that's below the average, uh, ratio in the, um, uh, ratio in that. Let's take a look at the TQQQ. Now, there's two of these, these leveraged 2X funds. There's the SQQQ and there's the TQQQ. The TQQQ uh, works in sympathy with the um, in sympathy with the QQQ. So if the QQQ goes up, theoretically the TQQ goes up twice as fast. This has been falling twice as fast, of course, as the QQQ. So this is not the one you would want. If, if, if you're looking for these, these ETFs uh, that are in this area, the TQQQ is probably not what you would want because this is going to be falling twice as fast as the QQQ. And, of course, the QQQ has been falling. So probably don't want this one. Uh, if you're interested in this one, the one you probably want to look at is the SQQQ because I still think, unfortunately, we're going to have some more pain in the market. I don't think we're. I don't think we've leveled off. I think we may be going even lower. So, not not uh, not the greatest plan to have the TQQQ when the market is moving lower. Let's take a look. Oh, get new glasses. You're right. I need some new glasses. You are absolutely right. That's one of the things I definitely do. But thanks for thanks for noticing. Uh, mRNA to the moon on Monday. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I have a short on it. Um, maybe, maybe it will. Maybe it will go to the moon. Uh, you know, definitely could. Uh, there could be something happening with with uh, mRNA. Let's take a look. Um, now, I do have a short on this one. Okay, let's go here. And let's pull this up. I'm a little bit. Of, there we go. Okay. This is mRNA, which, of course, is Moderna. Uh, and with this one, we, we did, you know, basically we have resistance right at the 21-day moving average. So it, I, I think it's likely uh, it may reverse higher on us, but um, I don't, it, you know, we will see what happens on Monday. There might be some good things that are happening. I don't know uh, if there was any news on this. I have to check. 
uh, but I do appreciate that uh, to the moon on Monday. Okay, well, yeah, I hope I hope that works out. Uh, I I currently have a short on it, so we shall see. Sometimes I uh, I, I get those wrong. All right, let's look at Envy. Let's look at um, uh, Nvidia. In uh, let's see, NVDA is Nvidia. Oh, there we go. Okay. Well, it's got the same problem that a lot of tech stocks have, as you can see. We are moving lower on NVIDIA. So remember, the trend is your friend. And right now, this is not a good trend, unfortunately, for NVIDIA. I really, really like the stock, and I and I did I did okay on it, but I've been totally out of it as it moved, uh, as it's moving lower. So right now, it's below the 200-day moving hours. Nothing really good typically happens below that 200-day moving hours. So I wouldn't be in, I wouldn't be in NVIDIA right now. Wait for the market to trend upwards. We're trending downwards. Remember, in a downward trending market, we just don't want to go long on the sectors that are at the low end of the market. And right now, unfortunately, the chips and some of the semis and some of the software companies are not doing quite as well as the oil and gas areas and some of the agricultural chemicals. So probably don't want to be in that stock right now. Okay, well, let's see. I think I have one more, one or two more questions. We're almost at, four, yeah, we're at 45 minutes, so we probably uh, take it up most of the time. Let's look at BBW. That's Build-A-Bear Work, Workshop. It's also something else, but I don't want to talk about it and get in trouble. BBW uh, or Build-A-Bear Workshop, and let's take a look how it's doing. Not a good look on Build-A-Bear uh, Build-A-Bear is below that 200-day line, so I would have to pass on this one. Just not a good look, unfortunately. Uh, it's lower. It's uh, The technicals do not look good on it. The checklist, well, the checklist is decent. It's 67% on the checklist, but still well below the 200-day line. So I think with the Build-A-Bear workshop, you're going to have to pass. It's not a buy. Uh, I, I just, I wouldn't be, uh, you know, I wouldn't be buying it, so... BBW, uh, not a buy. I just don't think you want to buy this thing uh, because it's below that 200-day line. It's got a downward trend. So BBW, not a good look. All right. Um, if you don't, if you haven't gotten uh, on our action trade alerts yet, super duper easy to do. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor. I just need the first and last name and email address. Also, if you haven't yet liked this, please like it. Please, please, please. I need for you to like it because that gets me out to more people. We have over 100,000 people that watch us on various mediums, mostly on TikTok, but also growing extremely fast on YouTube. So if you like it, that helps it get, helps us get out to more people as well. I really, really appreciate that. Uh, also, I'm going to be coming out probably with a uh, list of great oil and gas stocks. Uh, but, of course, you got to be on the action trailer. So that will go out to the people that are on that list. So until Monday, I'm going to be back on Monday at 5 o'clock. Um, uh, happy trading, everybody. Stay safe. Stay warm. It's going to be cold here in Dallas. <laughs> and, uh, by the way, we may be moving to a new studio uh, on Monday. I'm, we're, we're negotiating now. We may, we may be moving. So there may be some technical difficulties. Hopefully, we will get them all sorted out. But until Monday at 5 o'clock, happy trading, everybody. Stay warm, stay safe, and uh, I'll see you back here 5 o'clock Monday.